Hey, Jules. What's up? I was wondering if you had a moment to talk. Yeah. Wait, you do? Yeah, I mean, I'm sitting here dusting this fan off, but I can definitely chat while I do it. Dang, I, you're usually busy when I try to come to you. Well? Like, you know what I'm going to talk about, right? No. It's going to be about the podcast. Oh. You kind of like it, though. I do like it, and I don't know how I feel about it. So yeah. It's kind of weird. We have Patreon supporters now. I know. People really like this. I know. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. So I think we got to keep going, then. Yeah. We have three episodes. I mean, in some cases, three episodes, that's kind of like a whole story. That's like... Like a trilogy. Yeah. It's kind of like Lord of the Rings, because it's just, you know, three rings. Wait, what? Three kings. No. Um, we can be done. Can I, I ask think. you a question? What? Have you seen Lord of the Rings before? No. Okay. I would advise watching it. They're very good movies. Thank you. Not about three rings. Okay. They also made The Hobbit, though, into three movies. So by that logic, we should make three more. Three more episodes? Three more. Well, actually, a, a few more episodes. One for Frodo. One, we'll make a Fro- Let's make a Frodo episode. No. Oh, why? What too the- nerdy? Way too nerdy. What about making a news episode? Where did that come from? I just figured what's not nerdy? News. I don't know anything about the news. I can't like... give you any good ideas today. I tell you a Frodo <laughs> podcast and you're like, no, okay, fine. What about a news podcast? Honestly, I barely know what's going on ever. Like, <laughs> I read the news and then I like gloss over it. So I really don't know yeah. what I read. Yeah, you, you, you skim. You I skim, read. skim a lot. Like, don't ask. If you want to know the news, do not ask me. But what I if they want to know, like, a fun, zany interpretation of the news? I want to know you how. You mean, like, fake ass news? Yes. As told by Julia Mercer. Oh, like, you want me to write it? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, you kind of like that, don't you? That's so nerdy, though, writing it. I won't tell anyone you wrote it. Nice! You're listening to Smadden Public Radio, WJIZ Chicago, and we're also broadcasting to other cities you may or may not be familiar with, including Kankakee, which sounds like a fun place if you ask a me. This is Early Hour News on SPR. I'm Julia Mercer. And I'm Alec Valadez. Today is Monday, any month you wear Ember 15th, 20-something teen. The nation is paying close attention today as we continue to follow what the government is doing. It is always doing things. Some days they are good things, and some days they are bad things. Here's Julietta Pancetta in Washington with more on that story. Good morning. I'm Julietta Pancetta reporting from Washington. Congress is meeting today where they will discuss and possibly even decide on laws that could affect Americans, including white Americans, who sometimes think that laws do not apply to them. I spoke with several congressional leaders today who agreed that, quote, shit's crazy, and asked, quote, seriously, is this a dream? However, many of them are excited to have Culver's for lunch, according to local sources. Democrat Minority Leader Tamara Tampson was surprisingly enthusiastic. I like their cheese curds, but that's all I'm going to say at this time. According to a recent poll, 87% of Americans prefer cheese curds to french fries, and that number only increases when Culver's is provider of said cheese curds. Although if drunk, 96% of Americans polled would eat either in a heartbeat. I'm Julietta Pancetta reporting for SPR, Washington. The Dow is down today, but then it went up a little, down some, up some down a bit more, and then now it is at a number that is meaningless to most of us. It is currently 65 degrees with a few clouds and some sun peeking out later this afternoon. Expect highs in the lower 70s today. You are listening to SPR on WJIZ Chicago. Here's traffic. 
Good morning. It's slow moving on the Eisenhower, about an hour and a half from Thorndale to downtown, 9495, about an hour five, 30 minutes O'Hare to down there, an hour from Evanston to Evans Sun, and as always, it's about a 30-second walk from my apartment to the Jewel. The time is currently 7.15. This is Early Hour News on SPR, Smatham Public Radio. Have you ever wondered, why is it called Chi-Town? Or, why is the Chicago River called the Chicago River? Explore with me as we investigate some of Chicago's deepest mysteries. Join me today at 2 on Chicago. What are you, though? This week on Half Latino USA, we delve into the forgotten history of violent racism towards Mexicans in the southwestern states acquired after the Mexican-American War. And we'll discuss which is better, friends or how I met your mother. Join me, Alec Valadez, as I host Half Latino USA, the SPR show that appeals to your white side and your Latino side. It's spicy, yet bland. It's 716 on Monday, any month you wear a member, 15th, 20-something teen. This is SPR, and now traffic. Things are looking pretty slow on the eastbound 36, an hour 7 minutes Melrose to downtown, 48 and a half minutes Lakeshore Drive, 3.43 hours driving aimlessly around the city with no particular destination, and about a 35-second walk from my desk to the bathroom. Back to you. It's 717. We're looking at a tough week ahead as the city of Chicago faces more f***ing corruption. A city official reported to SBR that he would be, quote, surprised if a single f***ing tax dollar goes anywhere other than straight into my asshole. And you can quote me on that. And we did. The Chicago Teachers Union, unsurprisingly, is continuing discussions with the city of Chicago over which particular small amount of money the city is willing to pay teachers to educate the future of humanity. In Chicago sports, the Bears played yesterday, and it was underwhelming, to say the least. To say the most would be that I cried and drank so much old style that I threw up and then spent the rest of the night watching old footage from their heyday in 1985. Head coach John Fox led a press conference this morning, citing, It's basically tradition at this point for why the Bears, quote, still suck. And to all those Cubs fans looking for their Cubs fix on those sad days when there isn't a game going on that disrupts traffic and creates general chaos in and around Wrigley Field, Joe Madden just announced today that you can head on over to Wrigley Field this weekend and share in Cubs pride by silently staring outside of the stadium, imagining what it will be like to get absolutely obliterated in the bleachers and then stumble out of the ballpark in search of a Wrigleyville bar that won't care how drunk you are or how many women you plan on harassing while you're there. Cubs fans who aren't able to attend this fan meeting are encouraged to pretend the really drunk Cubs fans don't exist to make yourself feel better about rooting for the Cubbies. Absolutely no updates on the Blackhawks and the White Sox since we're exhausting our Chicago sports knowledge. We will talk about women's basketball, though. The WNBA Chicago Sky is gearing up to play two big games this week. Not that any of you care when they play because we still live in a damn patriarchy and athletically talented women aren't important unless they're playing tennis in a short skirt or volleyball in their underwear. That is absolutely true. Our listeners are disgusting sheeple. Speaking of sheeple, it's that time of year again when we relentlessly ask you for money. Starting next week, we'll be changing all of our programming to me and my co-host, Alec Valadez, finding new ways to convince you that we might actually tell you a news story. But it turns out we're actually just asking for money again. 
And now traffic. Things are looking to be moving about as slow as you'd expect with all these dang cars. A red Honda Accord is attempting to make a left turn off of Ashland, which is causing the entire rest of the street to be delayed as drivers attempt to go around the turning car or squashed by speeding drivers in the right lane. I'm just getting news of a silver minivan make and model unknown, which thought they could make the left turn light onto Hollywood. There was definitely not enough room for them, and they are currently sitting, blocking traffic, coming north on Broadway completely. Back to you all in the studio. It's 721. Almost 722. It's 722. We are looking at a slightly snowier day than expected. Expect two to three inches of snow within the hour and back into the calm mid-70s later this evening. The city of Chicago has not issued a snow advisory as the city has given up on trying to understand why God is so cruel to us and given us snow in spring. And this morning, we're excited to welcome our guests. We've invited two political commentators who are going to field questions from callers as well as from Twitter. If you're interested in joining the conversation, give us a call at 1-800-WJIZ or send us a tweet at WJIZ Chicago. We have with us Sarah Sams, a political writer who's been featured in the New York Times and is editor-in-chief of Thinking Magazine, a great publication if you ask me. Um, It's a weekly publication highlighting political news and investigating how thoughtful discourse can lead to more meaningful and productive government decisions. Hello, happy to be here. And we welcome our second guest today, Todd Whitmore, a local white man who was born and raised in the suburbs of Chicago, whose claim to fame is that he is completely oblivious to his privilege and calls himself a libertarian. Thank you. I'm uh, excited to be in the studio today. We are happy to have you both. And to start off, I think there's an obvious tension and anxiety in our city as we continue into the Trump administration. Could we start off with your general disposition, advice, or thoughts on the situation? Yes, thank you. I think now is a great time for people to do what they can to be heard. The protests have been very meaningful, I think, but I do share that anxiety, as you said, that I'm sure many of us are feeling as we continue to see what sorts of discriminatory and detrimental ideas that President Trump has. I honestly think everyone is overreacting here. Okay, then. Well, let's take a call here. We have Seth from Humboldt Park. Good morning, Seth. Good morning. Thank you for taking my call. I just wanted to know both of your opinions, actually, on the alien sprout. Mmm, most definitely. For those of you just joining us, we are with Sarah Sams, local liberal writer and political commentator, and Todd Whitmore, who identifies as a libertarian. We're just about to hear their comments on the recent alien sprout. That is when Donald Trump, while delivering a press conference, suffered a mild seizure followed by a small, slimy alien sprouting from his face and continuing to reside there, speaking for Trump and carrying on as normal. Sarah, I'll give you the floor on this one first. So what do you make of all this? Well, Julia, the mystery of the alien sprout is whether it was living inside Trump, making choices for him the whole time, or if it gained control of him recently. I think either way, the alien sprout makes him completely unfit to be president, and I'm really relying on Congress to unite on this front and get that thing out of office. And by thing, I mean the slimy monster spewing hate from the Oval Office, and by that, I mean the alien sprout. I agree with uh, Sarah here that I would also like to know the origins of the alien sprout, but I really think there has to be some sort of reason first. Uh, The sprout hasn't done anything illegal, and quite frankly, I think if liberals are going to complain about being treated fairly and having rights, they really need to consider how they are treating this alien sprout. It's not very tolerant to want to kill an alien sprout, is it? I would like to mention the alien sprout did say yesterday that it was declaring, quote, war on all brownies and fat saying, quote, white is right, God hates f- 
colleagues death death to all who disagree. Uh, but, but who knows if he really means any of that. I think we just need to give the sprout more of a chance. All I'm saying is that I'm white, straight, and obviously a dude, so I'm not worried. Going off what Todd was saying, he makes a really good point that he is a straight, white, cisgendered male, which is why he's oblivious to the dangers of the aliens sprouting out of our president. Exactly. Great. Let's take another call. We have Gleneth in Andersonville. Hi, Alec and Julia. Uh, I've been dating my boyfriend for about a year now, and everything seems good, except this one little thing. Uh, he eats hummus in his bed every day, all day. He's been in the bed for about a month now. Oh. That must have been a call from another show we host. That's okay. We are almost out of time anyway. Thank you both for coming on the show, Sarah. Thank you. And Todd. I hope you die, though. (laughs) Unlikely. And now, an update on traffic. We are looking at a bit of a slowdown on the Ike as 60% of Chicago residents try to move their giant metal car machines from home to work. It's a lovely day if you happen to be driving on any of the smaller side streets, as the traffic is seemingly only affecting all the major roads leading in and out of the city. It's currently 45 degrees and 723. Back to you. We're looking at a record-breaking number of public disturbances this year, as Chicago's superhero population, while still relatively small, is becoming more vocal and more public. Juliana Montana has the story. I'm Juliana Montana, reporting for SPR. Experts say the total number of civilian injuries sustained by Chicago's superhero population is very low, while hero-on-hero crimes are on the rise. However, local officials are saying it's hard to feel too bad for the superhero population, as most of them seem to be huge assholes. Welcome to the Heroes Roundtable. I am the white flame. Oh, the white flame thing makes sense now. Susan and I were talking about it before. It's like... It what, do you, what do you mean? Like... You only work on the north side. Your name's white flame. Oh, I think even Pip here could figure it out. It sounds like you're a racist. No, 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 no. no. That's, that's ridiculous. I, I'm not racist. I, I hope I've, not. I've gone to the south side before. I've uh, I went to Chinatown last weekend. That's not the south side. I'm Juliana Montana, SPR, Chicago. Early Hour News is sponsored in part by the Rich Intellectual Foundation. Join us at an expensive gala later this month where we will discuss important intellectual topics and raise money for important intellectual and possibly humanitarian causes. We're coming up on one of Mexico's favorite holidays, Taco Tuesday. I'm being informed as I speak that no such holiday exists in Mexico, and I quite possibly may have just offended an entire nation and its people and descendants. And now, traffic. Bumper to bumper is what we're looking at right now. I'm currently standing on the bridge by LaSalle on Lakeshore Drive, and things are just not moving. I see people drinking coffee, checking their phones, putting makeup on, eating breakfast, and staring blankly into the abyss, possibly contemplating the complexities and yet strange simplicities of life. It's an hour from Thorndale downtown, and three hours and 40 minutes to walk from this bridge back to my helicopter, which I left parked in the middle of the street. Back to you. It's currently 32 degrees, 727 AM. You're listening to the Early Hour News on SPR, Smatum Public Radio. Lions, tigers, and bears, oh my. More like eggs, bacon, oh yes. Not sure if that worked, but we're going with it. This morning, we've got a wonderful surprise on the show. Chef Laramie Potts from my favorite Chicago restaurant, Hell Yes Breakfast, is here to serve up some tips and tricks on how to make the perfect breakfast sandwich. 
That's right, the all-American breakfast Sam, essential to any breakfast restaurant. Chef Laramie, what are you cooking for us today? Thanks for asking, Julia. I am so glad to be here. Today, we've got the mother of all breakfast Sams. We've got an everything bagel with cream cheese, eggs, cheddar cheese, and to surprise them, a little bit of spinach. This looks amazing. Thank you. Since we are approaching the 4th of July, this is truly the perfect meal. Mmm, this is so good. The breakfast Sam was invented by Uncle Sam back in the 1700s when he was writing the Declaration of Independence. Mmm, do you give me a hot sauce? Yeah, hold on, I'll go get some. If you notice, I like to add a little color to the dish. You give your eyes something to eat as well. It's adding just a few blueberries on the side for that pop of color. Oh, mm. <clears throat> I don't want those blueberries at all. Mm. Mm. This is so good. If you look over here, nope. I'm simmering no, down. No, don't ruin it. Oh, but I actually have a whole Please stop talking. Do you have any more cheese I could put on this? Yeah, this cheese is actually imported straight from Wisconsin. Mm. Oh, awesome. Mm. Oh, this is so good. You guys ate that so fast. We did. Thank you so much for coming on the show. We love your enthusiasm for Independence Day and, of course, your delicious breakfast, Sam. Now, if you don't mind, leave the studio and don't come back again unless you have more food for us. Okay. You're listening to Early Hour News on Smadham Public Radio. Here's traffic. Still backed up as f*** out here. I'm now on a bus because someone stole the helicopter and let me tell you, it's slow times. We moved fast for a little bit, but then it was slow again. It's about 150 minutes from O'Hare to downtown. It takes about 90 minutes to watch a normal ass movie. Two hours and 40 minutes if you're watching the f***ing Martian. Not sure why that needed to be so long. If I had to describe the traffic today, I'd say it was slow and a lot to deal with. Thank you for that update. It's 729 and you are listening to Smadham Public Radio, WJIZ Chicago. Also other cities you may or may not be familiar with, including Kankakee, which sounds like a fun place if you ask a me. Today is Monday, any month you wear a member, 15th, 20-something teen. It's 32 degrees. Wrapping up the morning, we have a story covering the heated and widely debated mystery surrounding the mail delivery protocols on Cullum Avenue. Julie Marsuli has the story. This is Julie Marsuli reporting from Buena Park. It all started around Christmas time. The residents of this particular apartment on Cullum Avenue were used to receiving their packages as normal. It was beautiful. I would order something on Amazon Prime using the free trial I got for the fourth time by creating a new email. It would be dropped off in the entryway of our building and I'd pick it up as I came home from work. But then one day, something strange happened. I came home from work and my package was there in the entryway. Your package was there? Yeah, but it had been opened. Who opened it? I don't know. And that's just the beginning. I'll be covering this story as it unfolds. Holy shit, this is traffic by the way. A car that was just going to turn left and had their blinker on decided to go straight? What is this world coming to? Things are backed up on the 54, pretty slow on Damon and North, a tiny bit slower on Irving Park out to Midway, and there's absolutely no chance in hell you're getting anywhere on the Eisenhower anytime soon. Back to you. Amazing. Well, thank you all for listening. This has been another episode of Early Hour News. Sorry, traffic again. I forgot to mention that if any of you see a Smadham Public Radio helicopter anywhere, please return to the WJIZ studio at the Navy Pier. We don't have an office yet, we just have a kiosk in the little shopping area. It's a little pink helicopter and it has a bumper sticker with the yellow equal signs and another bumper sticker that says, I feel the burn. As I was saying, this has been Early Hour News on Smadham Public Radio. Join us tomorrow as we have on a special guest, a dog. In the meantime, stay tuned all day for hours of silence since Republicans have cut the funding of our public radio station. You are listening to Smadham Public Radio on WJIZ Chicago.
This episode was early hour news on Smadam Public Radio. This episode was. This ep- that's too nerdy. Okay, this episode was Don't written This episode was written by not Julia Mercer nice. and co-written by Alec Valdez. You didn't write shit. I totally wrote some jokes. Also you wrote two jokes, so don't say you co-wrote it, say you wrote two jokes. I told I said that you co-wrote the scary episode and you wrote like one joke. I didn't write shit for that one. <laughs> okay, maybe I don't understand what co-wrote means. Also, you don't understand what credits mean. I'm rolling. This episode featured the amazing voices of Jenna Wallander, Ryan Sitzberger, Matthew Holter, and Grant Jagot. There was a lot of music in this episode, so I'm going to include all of those artists in the show notes. Did this sound familiar to you? If it did, it's because we were lovingly parodying NPR's Morning Edition on WBEZ in Chicago. I what? they never listened to this. I honestly, that was literally what I was about to say. <laughs> I really... I lo- oh wait, I love their show. Yeah. But I feel like this is good, <laughs> but... <laughs> Very. It could possibly offend them. Oh, I would say, very, but probably. But what? if you have a good sense of humor, like, then maybe they'll like Yeah, I just don't know, like, what Steve Inskeep finds funny. But, like, maybe maybe they would. Hey. You, hey, so if you know any NPR hosts that you think would listen to this and actually find it funny, send it their way. If you don't think they would find it funny, never tell them you heard this. Or that Julia wrote it. Definitely don't say that. <laughs> if you're listening to this on iTunes, please give us a rating because that would help us out so much since we're brand new. If you're listening to this elsewhere, that's honestly really cool too. We'll take hearts and likes and shares and pretty much all forms of positive affirmation because we really need that validation. Our egos. <laughs> Our big. Well, it's not big. It's like more like sensitive egos. Yeah. yeah a lot. Like it doesn't take a lot to make us sad. No. No. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Please stop. I'm doing credits. <laughs> also, if you have not heard, we are on Patreon. We mentioned that at the beginning of the show. Patreon is basically a virtual tip jar, but a cooler tip jar that spits out bonus content at you in return. And we. Was that you invitating a tip jar that spits? Yeah. That's really fun. Also, uh, we already have supporters. Thank you all so much who have already gone on Patreon and supported us. That's. I'm going to write a song for them. Really? That's awesome. You have a sample? This is for you. Cool. I'm still doing credits, though. Uh, if you want to become just like them and make us extra happy and get songs from Julia, just visit patreon.com slash madamproductions. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N. And, of course, if you like this podcast, you can check out all of our other episodes and our other work, all available at smadamproductions.com. Please don't slap anyone in the face. Why are you telling people to slap people in the face? I wasn't. You just told people to slap people in the face. You also are very proud that you wrote this episode. (laughs)